welcome back to Daily Games with Pastor Jer and Pastor Joseph. We are saying good morning to you. Good morning. We are glad you're here. We are here to jump into the ESV. We're going to be in Psalm chapter 26 today, so grab out your Bible. We uh, Let me get rid of my playful voice now. We're here to pump some word. We're here to be built up in our most holy faith so that we can walk closely and faithfully with our God, who better than anything else that I can offer you this morning, walks faithfully with us because of Christ. Amen. If you're ready, let's do this. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. And I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. And I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I do not walk with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord. I wash my hands in innocence and I go around your altar, O Lord. Proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. Proclaiming my thanksgiving aloud and declaring all of your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men. Do not sweep away my life with the sinners, nor my soul with the bloodthirsty men. In whose hands are evil devices, in whose right hands are full of bribes. In whose hands are evil devices, and in whose right hands are sinful bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I shall bless the Lord. May God bless the reading, hearing, and the living out of his word. Amen. Can I ask you a question, brother? Go for it. What does vindicate mean? <laughs> You're looking at our Christianese or our first word of the day. We haven't done that. <laughs> v is for vindicate. Letter. Yeah, exactly. Brought to you by the letter V. Um, That's right. <laughs> to, to, to vindicate means to get revenge um, um, but it is one of those things where um, there has been a wrong done and you're looking for um, redress or you're and I'll, you know that's old English you're looking for um, things to be made whole um, you're looking for um, the wrong to have been um, example, we've talked about this before in Proverbs, someone sleeps with your spouse, there really isn't any amount of money a person can give you to make you feel okay right. with this. Right. right. But it is still one of those things where there are other things outside of money that could take place, whether it be, you know, a prison sentence or, you know, repossession of a person's home. Um, in the case of many movies, the burning of clothes and cars and other things to, 
to, to try and, um, uh, you know, fill that hole. <laughs> um, that often is what we view as being vindicated or vindication. So there's another old English word. It's recompensed, which sure. we can, we can draw a parallel to when we think about our paycheck, which is compensation. Mm-hmm. Recompense is, is comes from the same word to recompensate means to pay back. Correct. To be paid back for. And that's the idea here. So my secondary question then is, is this guy just full of himself? Cause he sounds really kind of self-righteous. Well, I mean, it's, it's David and <laughs> he is a friend of God. Um, I don't, but it reminds me a lot of Job, right? Where Job's like, Hey, put me on trial. I'm going to come out smelling like a posy. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's, I think there's a difference between knowing yourself and knowing the graciousness of God. Because when we look at verse 11, he's saying, but as for me, I should walk in my integrity, which could sound prideful, but then fair. I mean, right after that same verse, he says, redeem me. And be gracious to me. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Like, like that mm-hmm. redemption right there right. makes it real clear that my value is only found in what you do. So right. it's like, why do I need to be redeemed if I am in fact walking in my integrity? Or Unless my integrity is not good enough. Correct. Like if you know, if I my faith hasn't wavered, then there's nothing to deal with. This is the issue that right. most new believers have when they come to church on a regular basis and they feel like, Oh, I didn't sin this week. And you go, mm-hmm. so I don't need to tithe. Well, I don't need to do anything. Like I didn't sin this week. Like why am I at the temple? It's like, yes, I came to worship God. And often that's how it's viewed, but I really haven't spent the time digging into my relationship with God or digging into all the stupid stuff I do. So I look at it on a surface level and feel I'm fine. That's far from true. If I spend time in the word and I'm drawing close to God, he's going to continually show me that everything I do is junk unless he is in the center of it. And often our days are filled with junk because we forgot to keep him in the center of it. And so we need to be redeemed as well as he needs to redeem our time and our treasures, as well as all the skills and gifts he's given us. We need to use them unto him as well as ask him to be gracious, which I think is huge here. He's asking God to be gracious. Um, that's, I mean, that's real. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you. Yeah, go for switch it. Go gears. For it. You switch gears. I have one more question. Switch gears. No, you had, you had two questions. So at least got to get one in the 15. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> verse three for your steadfast love is before my eyes. And I walk in your faithfulness more. The first half of this verse, your steadfast love is before my eyes. What do you think that looks like? I don't know. So my question was this. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't call that <laughs> Go ahead and ask your well, I think no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being silly. I'm being silly. Um, I think what, yeah. So when, when David talks about something being before his eyes, um, he means this in one, in, in two kind of ways, but it's obviously a poet, a poetic way of saying, this is what I focused on. This is what I'm walking towards. The way that we, as we're going towards a destination that's in the distance, we mm-hmm. keep that point in front of us to mm-hmm. keep us on track. That's what David's saying here. He says, what I know is that your love is faithful. It is steadfast. It's not going away. That's the idea of steadfastness. It will not go away. 
Even if I don't feel it right now, I know it's not going to go away. Mm. So I keep on walking towards it. I don't turn to, to anything else. I don't turn to other comforts to try to fill this need to feel loved, embraced, accepted. Because I know that at the end of the day, your love will be there. Mm. Just like the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning. Just like the moon's going to come out tonight. Your love will be there. And that sustains me. Which is kind of the answer to the other question I was going to ask is, if this isn't someone who is self-righteous, then how should we understand all of this very bravado sounding, you know, literature, poetry? And, and I think the answer really does lie in, in that verse there, or at least it's exposed there. I would agree. Da- David is, he's glorifying and he's declaring this the same way he says i'm going to go around your your altar and i'm going to declare my thanksgiving and i'm going to declare all of your works this is what he's doing this isn't self-righteousness this is celebration Mm. of a god who is huge in the midst of everything else that's going on Uh, and and then in addition to that he's saying and because of this I'm going to live in this way and I'm going to throw myself onto your mercy. I'm going to throw myself before you as the judge. You're the one. This is what Job said. But Job was saying, I've actually, I've done all this. David is not. David is saying, I'm throwing myself on your love. You judge me. You be my judge because I know if I'm in your hands being judged, I'm going to be in the best possible place. Hmm. I don't actually think this is bravado at all. I think this is, this is the epitome of faith. This is the epitome of trust. David is saying, I've done everything I can. He's, he's referencing even Psalm 1. Mm. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sin, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. He says this. He makes the same allusion to standing and walking. Uh, I don't, does he say sitting? Yeah, he says sitting in the, um, with the wicked. He makes his allusion to the standing. Uh, walking and sitting mm-hmm. yeah, in this chapter. Faithfulness. I will. I do not sit, verse 4, with men of falsehood, nor do I consent with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked, verse 5. He does. Yeah, so he's making, he's making all these allusions back to what it means to be a man of righteousness, to walk in integrity and faithfulness before God. But ultimately, David knows that there is something coming after him that is greater than all of this. And that's where David placed his trust. And Jesus points back this and says, if David, if David's son was in fact the son of David, why does David call him Lord? David called Christ Lord, knowing that someone greater was coming. And that is the person in whom David was looking. That was a steadfast love that David was looking for even though he didn't know him by name to be his salvation. Mm. Mm. I think this is the same David who danced before the Lord. I think this is the same David who went out before Goliath without the King's armor on. Mm. I think this is that childlike heart in an adult who is um, 
not boasting of self, but boasting of his Lord. And yeah. um, that comes across as, in a way, if you are not paying attention, um, incorrect. But when you look at the words, I, I mean, his love for God, I'm still stuck on a steadfast love because to me, that's that old people love, that grandparent love where even when you're not around it, you know it, you know, mm -hmm. it's real. It's that long marriage love where you're always caring for the other um, because it's been through a lot of stuff. It's that I've chosen um, over and over to the point where it just is. Yeah. I don't. I don't think about the choice anymore. Just like um, I don't think about the choice for a lot of things. Um, there is a choice, but I've made it so ingrained that it's just it's just there. And to have that, exactly to have that before my eyes, God's steadfast love, where He has chosen it over and over and proven so many times His love that I can't doubt. I can't miss. I must walk in faithfulness. Mm -hmm. I see it as beautiful. Yeah, I see it as him blessing the Lord. I don't see it as him bragging on itself. I see him bragging on his better understanding of his savior. I agree completely. And that's what I was, that's what I, my hope was that we would see more clearly today. That's our work for today. Our work is to glorify the Lord, to bless the Lord, to brag on him, those we come around. Psalms 26. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consent with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men and whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Amen. Have a great day with the Lord. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.